everybody, and welcome back to the No Name Podcast with myself, Reverend Sharon Gray, and the kid sis, Minister Tasha. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I pray that our podcasts have been a blessing to you. I pray that you were able to take some nuggets away from our podcast because we are two of God's humble servants. We don't get it right all the time. We don't claim to know everything, but we are just two of his humble servants that are willing to help somebody along the way. And Kid Sis will give you more information about the podcast. Well, this is episode four. Wow. This is episode four um, of the No Name Podcast. This was something that grew out of a previous show that we did on Instagram Live called Let's Talk About It. And so we put our heads together and decided to do a podcast. So here we are. It is our prayer and desire to release a brand new episode every single Friday. So we ask you to subscribe, leave a review, and like it. Share this out with all of your friends. If it's a blessing to you, we want it to be a blessing to someone else as well. So sis, how are you? How was your week? My week, in one word, because I can only use one, was great. Great. It was actually really great. It was yeah. great. Yeah, it was. How was yours, kids? Mine was productive. Excellent. My week was productive. Excellent. Excellent. Always good to hear. So we won't belabor the time and hold you too long. We are going to get right into the podcast. You are such a preacher. <laughs> I, you can't take it out of me. I'm. You just can't. So... We're not going to hold you too long. And what we're going to talk about tonight is why do people not want to go to church? Why are are people opting out of going to church? Kids, let's hear from you. I think it's important that we set some context around this. Uh Uh-huh. Many of you are aware that because of the pandemic, COVID-19 pandemic, many churches that we know of were forced to physically close its doors to Sunday morning worship services, thereby forcing us to basically go to church at home. Many churches uh, did virtual worship services, whether it was streamed live on Facebook, YouTube, whether it was pre-recorded, or I even know some churches, well, one church in particular, they have church on uh, Zoom and conference call Mm -hmm. because they don't really have the ability to stream like that. Mm -hmm. Um, They just set up shop on Zoom and do a conference call, and they've been having church like that since the pandemic. But now that the pandemic is considered to be over, And COVID is just something that we're going to have to live with, Um, who knows for how long. But now that it's considered to be over and we're back in church, um, what sis has noticed, what I've noticed, and this isn't just, this is 
this is a general conversation. Mm-hmm. What we've generally seen, whether it's um, looking at the audience on Facebook or whatever the case may be, but what we've generally seen is that people are still hesitant to return to church. Mm-hmm. And people, let me put this caveat, people are hesitant hesitant to return to church because of COVID, but then people are hesitant to come to, to return to church because they just don't want to go. But then that's just not being hesitant. That's just not doing it because you don't want to do it. Exactly. And so that's what one of the things I would like to talk about tonight. And we can talk about both. I don't want to put a generation on it because we know that people just don't want to return to church or people feel that they're not getting what they need from the church. So I just want to talk about why people aren't returning to church and to try to help somebody, try to help somebody. I may be the wrong person, however, because I love church. I was born and raised in church and I love church. I love going to church. I love working in the church. I love fellowshipping in the church. I just love it. But that's not everybody's testimony. That's not everybody's, you know, everybody doesn't see it that way. Kids, sis, what you got to say? I mean, I agree. <laughs> with I, I enjoy with the fact that everybody doesn't see the necessity of church or doesn't see how beneficial church is. Therefore, they opt out, I think, before, even if you didn't see the benefit of going to church. You went to church because that's what you grew up doing. Right. I think sometimes church attendance was done out of habit, not Mm -hmm. out of any true meaning and appreciation for what you gain at church. It was just to say, oh yeah, so what you do on Sunday? Oh, you know, I went to church. We had a good time. But then the moment somebody asked you about the sermon, crickets. Right. Uh, right. So I think we have to get back to, you know, the importance of church. Why is attending church important? Is it necessary? Um, I think some people will argue that because of the pandemic, and we've seen that we can still have a relationship with God outside of the four walls. So what do you say to that person? So my question to you is, does church attendance equate to knowing who God is? That's a that's a yes and no question. Explain. Simply because there are people, and I wouldn't even include myself in this, that I know how to read the Bible. I know how to study the Bible. So I can still have my quiet time. I can still have my Bible study, right, at home by myself. But there is a difference in in the fellowship. There is a difference in um, the sermon, right? There are some things that I just may not understand, whereas the one that's doing the preaching is able uh, to break it down to a level where I can't understand. So that's why I say I think think it's yes and no. Um, I can have a relationship with God outside of church, but my relationship with God is enhanced inside of church. 
So do you have to go to church to have a relationship with God? I think you're trying to get me in trouble, but I think I want to answer no. No, no I'm not trying to get you in trouble. No, you don't, you don't have to have a relationship with God to go to church. You don't have to go to church to have a relationship with God. So let's sit right there. So you don't have to have a relationship with God to go to church. So then a lot of people are opting out of going to church because they're spiritual. They have a relationship with God. They don't have to go to fellowship. What do you think about that? I disagree with that. I think because we are Christians, the Bible tells us in Hebrews 10, 25 to forsake not the assembly. So it, the, the Bible is telling us that, yo, we, we need to go to church because church is where we get that encouragement. Even in the text, there's a reason why the writer is saying, go to church. And exactly. in that time, the temple or wherever they were corporately gathering, um, there's a reason behind it. And so we got to teach that text fully. We can't just stop at forsake, uh, forsake not the assembly. We can't just mm -hmm. stop there. We have to teach the right. entirety of the text. Right. And I think when we teach the entirety of the text, then people will understand, oh, okay, so that's why I need to go to church. Right. So do you think that, is this this sounds like it's turning into an interview style. I don't know if I appreciate this. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> okay. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's have the conversation. I hear all the time. I hear all the time that people don't want to go to church. They're not returning to church and church is this and church is that. And the preacher is this and the preacher did that. And they did that to me and they... All of those things are valid. However, where should we keep our focus? On oh God. Exactly. Why is it so easy? Why is it so easy for us to be swayed away from church? Because we don't see the benefit, right? If you look at work, somebody mm -hmm. making mad at work you're still going to go because there's a paycheck involved yeah, yeah. to have yeah. a roof over your head. There's health right. benefits. There's all type of benefits attached mm -hmm. to going to work. So because people understand that and they see that and they, they, they reap the benefits of still going to work, even though somebody there gets on their nerves. Mm -hmm. Well, if we try to translate that to church, we don't see the benefit. Mm. Or do we even teach what the benefits are? Okay, if you can give me two benefits. The text. Mm. The text says not neglecting to meet together, as right. is the habit of some, but mm -hmm. encouraging one another. Mm -hmm. That's one right there. Right. Encouragement. Yep. There are a myriad of benefits to going to church. I remember one of um, my friends came in to church. She came in, sat down and just started crying. And everybody around her 
began to pray for her. Everybody, they touched her on her shoulder to, to encourage her. Didn't ask the question. Didn't ask, why are you crying? Didn't ask, do you need something? Didn't do any of that. A simple touch and prayer. And do you know that person is still in church today? Still in church today. That's one of the benefits. Nobody asked a question. But let we all let her know <clears throat> that we were there. We were there. Now, if you're at home by yourself and you're just not going to church and you won't get that, <clears throat> excuse me, you won't get that physical contact. And that's one of the benefits of going to church. Just one. Now, don't get me wrong. I realize that people don't go to church because of church hurt. Church hurt is very real. It is. But you don't go to church for the person. We go to church for, and I've been hurt in the church. I've been hurt in the church. I've been lied on in the church. I was ready to fight in the church. <laughs> yeah, I have, I've, I've had some situations in the church. But I had to keep my focus on Jesus. I had to keep my focus there. And go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. And not just that, but it's in being obedient to God. Exactly. Like at the end of the day, we can have a variety of reasons of why to do this why not to do that and go back and forth. But my desire, right, uh -huh. is to be obedient to God. Right. So if God is telling me through his word to mm -hmm. go to church, then my response is going to be go to church. Now, is it hard some, some, sometimes? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> no, it is. Absolutely. It is. Because Especially when you get in leadership. Yep. It gets hard. Yeah. But the call on your life and your desire to obey God should outweigh every other negative situation. And it really should. I, I read somewhere that a couple was going to a church and the preacher messed up. The husband said he'll never go to church again because the preacher messed up. So my question is, who were you focusing in on? God or the preacher? Obviously the preacher. And not to negate the fact that we look up to our leaders, but we can't put our leaders on pedestals because man is going to fail you every time. Man is going to fail you every time. And if, and if you really think we're going to do stuff to mess up and people are watching us. So we can't focus on 
leaders like they're God. You just can't. You just, he said he will have no other gods before him. For, before him. That's what he said. We, it just, it, it burdens me. It burdens me. It burdens me. It breaks my heart when I hear people say that they don't want to have anything to do with church. Why? Now, because one, Hebrews 10, 25, forsake not the assembly of yourselves. We are to come together. We, we come together so we can fellowship. We come together so we can hear the word of God so that the word of God can transform us by the renewing of our mind. Um, Romans 12, one and two, we it, 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 we get encouraged through the word through the word of God. When uh, the the pastor or the minister that Sunday is pro- stands to proclaim the word, they they spend time with God. They spend time with God. the um, The Lord speaks to them. They prepare a message to help us so that we can make it through or get out of whatever we're in. And we can make it through whatever we're trying to go through. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes just as, as people um, sitting in pews, I would say, sometimes we put a lot of pressure on preachers. I agree. I was talking to an old friend the other day. And the comment was, you know, I'm not into going to church, but I'll go to Bible study. So I'm like, I'm trying to dig to see the difference between the two. And this person went on to state that, you know, there are times when the sermon doesn't reach them or, you know, it's not a word for them or the music is off and X, Y, and Z. And all I heard was excuse after excuse after excuse. Take the pressure off of the preacher, take the pressure off of the choir Mm -hmm. and focus on the cross. Here's one of the beautiful things that I love about our church. And if, if you pay attention to me on Sundays, oftentimes you will see me staring at that cross Mm -hmm. because that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the, the cross is significant. Mm -hmm. The, the cross is the gospel, right? Which is the whole point of church. The cross is encouragement. The cross is hope. Mm -hmm. So if we stop looking at the people directly in front of the cross and focus on the cross, we will get everything that we need every single Sunday. Right. And so people, well, I'm not going to that church no more. I'm not learning anything. They're not on my level anymore. Well, I'm, I'm not learning. So here's my question to that. Are you attending Bible study? Do you attend Sunday school? Are you studying at home by yourself? Are you having that alone time with God? Are you taking notes during the sermon? What are you doing to help yourself grow as opposed to putting all of the pressure on the preacher? 
What are you doing to help yourself? We go ready to receive, but not ready to give. Say it one more time. We go ready to receive, but not ready to give. But what we do give, can, can, can I just say what we do give? We give criticism. <laughs> we give criticism. We give messiness. We give bad attitudes. Nothing. And I'm not talking about everybody. I'm not talking about everybody. I'm talking about those people that have resolved in their minds that they're not going to church because of somebody else, because of what someone did to them. Now, let me go back. I do understand that church hurt is real. I do understand that you get mad with your brothers and sisters, or you may get irritated with them, or somebody may say something off off color to you, or you're walking in the hallway and somebody's mind is focused somewhere else and, and they may not speak to you. But that does not mean that it's personal. It's an attack on you. It's just their mind is some, you know, we go through a lot of stuff. <laughs> we have a lot of stuff going on. This world is wicked. People are dealing with a lot. We're, we're, we're just coming out of COVID. 19. We went through a lot. We're going through a whole, a whole lot of stuff, a whole lot of things. If I walk by you and don't speak, it don't mean that I don't mean that I'm trying to be mean to you. It may be, I got a lot on my mind. And so people use those things to say that they don't want to go to church. Now, I'm not talking about those people that just can't go to church right they have health issues they are not some are just not ready to come back after covid and 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 that's valid as long as they're not out vacationing girl girl, you can't tell me that you're not ready to come back but you going to at the walmart festival that festival this state this country every three months like knock knock it off but you're not ready to come back to church and i'm not talking about those persons i'm talking about those people that really because even in COVID 19 we've had some sick people and they just cannot and they cannot come back to church Some people are taking care of their loved ones that need around-the-clock care. Some people are really homebound. I'm not talking about those people. But the people that always want to talk about what someone is not doing, what someone said, what, how that person hurt your feelings, why is it that we don't want to come back to church? Just full of excuses. And I, I look at the fact out of everything that has happened within these past two and a half years, mm-hmm. and the fact that we are still inhaling and exhaling, mm-hmm. the fact that many of us, some of us still have our jobs, mm-hmm. we still have a roof over our head. 
Mm-hmm. Even though we're dealing with inflation and, and they're talking about a recession, we still have food Dude. in our, our cabinets and in our refrigerators. We we have clean water while there are other people in the United <laughs> States of America who are struggling to get water. We still are blessed in so many different ways. And yet we give God excuses of why we can't come spend two hours at church. That's a slap in God's face, dude. I, and I'm trying not to. I'm, I'm really sorry. trying not to go there. I, but you know, for real, it's it's because every morning that your feet hit the floor is a reason to give God pr- praise. Well, I'm not going down to that church. Why? Because <laughs> you have to let your light shine. You have to let your light shine. So that people can glorify the God that's inside of you. Now, granted, I'm, and I'm going to keep saying it. I'm going to keep saying it. I understand because I've had some situations where I didn't want to ch- go to church. I was so mad and upset. So I set the Sunday out. I set that Sunday out. You took your toys and went home. I took my toys, I went home and I watched football the entire Sunday. I was so excited. However, how dare I allow somebody to make me that angry that I don't go and fellowship and get my my weekly dose of the word of God in Sunday school and Bible study and in church service. How dare I? So I had to repent. I had to repent. I was still mad, but I had to repent because you should never let anybody, what they say and or do, stop you from doing anything, especially when it comes down to the things of God. But it's hard. It's definitely hard to not forever be in your feelings. Right. But right, yeah, no, it's it's hard. Um, I think we just have to be intentional about asking ourselves, who's the focus? Right, right. Like, where's our focus? Uh huh. Where 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 been? One more time. Where's the focus? I'm disagreeing with you. There, there's been plenty of times when I've been like, you know what? I'm not going. And for me. For me, I've even just contemplated just quitting ministry because of hurt. Mm-hmm. But again, who called where's, you? Where's the focus? Right. Who called you? God did. And so did he get hurt? Absolutely. Yeah. He he had the ultimate hurt. The ultimate hurt. But what was his words? Father, forgive them. For they that know not what he, uh-huh. And then what did he do? Died anyway. Right. I just, it just, it just bothers me. And then let me add to the list. The people that work on Sunday, they can't make it. Man. There are a lot of reasons why people can't make church on Sunday. 
And then, and then scripture tells us there is going to be a great falling away. That's how you know you church. When you refer to that scripture, you know you church. <laughs> Explain. I just want the people to know. Because not that many people know where that where, where it says that at. Uh-huh. <laughs> so for, for you to come up with that scripture, that means you are good in Baptist church. I, You're saying. Because... Hmm? Because I, okay, I am, I love going to church. I love God's people. I do. You're, you're deep and you're a church girl. Second Thessalonians. Let no man deceive you by any means. For the day shall not come except there shall, there, there come a falling away first. And that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. There's going to be a great falling away. I don't want to be in that number. You won't. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say that. Listen, you love church. You love God. You deep, deep. I do love God. And my desire is to please God. That's my desire. My desire is to please God. So we were talking about going, getting to church. Now, there are times where I get to church and I'm all just cheesy because I love being there. Martha Manuzzi, cheesy means I'm all smiling. I'm all smiles. So Martha Manuzzi wrote this song. Okay, well, this is th- these are the lyrics. Thank you. There is a sweet anointing in the sanctuary. There is a stillness in the atmosphere. Come and lay down the burdens you have carried for in the sanctuary, God is here. It didn't say in your room, It didn't say in the car, I'm going somewhere. It didn't say anywhere else. It says in the sanctuary, God is here. She's referencing God being in the sanctuary. Now, I felt God's presence (laughs) in my car. I felt God's presence at my desk at work where I had to get up and walk away. I felt God's presence in the store. I have felt God's presence everywhere. I have. But in the sanctuary, God is, God is, she said, God is here. And she said, he is here. He is here to break the yoke and lift the heavy burden. Come and lay down the burdens you have carried. For in the sanctuary, God is here. It's imperative that we not forsake the assembly of ourselves. It's imperative. And people have many reasons for not coming to church. And the deacons did this. And she's she's sleeping with this one. And all of this other stuff. But that's not your business. 
what your business is, is to work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling. That's what's important. And if you see somebody that's doing something they, that, that you don't think or that goes against the word of God, if God has you to talk to them, fine. But what's important is pray. Ask God for strength and guidance. All right, kiss this. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm not going to do it on this episode. No, go but, ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. No, because it's, it's going to take us down a whole nother conversation, which we do not have time for. Uh -huh. on this particular episode uh-huh so if you had to give someone a word of encouragement about coming back to church as we get ready to turn the corner and wrap it up I got to give you a head start <laughs> I suppose three times whatever I got to give you a head start as we turn the corner huh uh-huh if you had to give someone a brief word of encouragement of why it's important to either go to church or go back to church. Cause I'm not going to assume mm -hmm. that everyone has not been to church. There are right. several research studies that suggest that there are a lot of de-churched people, not unchurched people. Mm -hmm. The difference being unchurched never have been to church, de-churched. Right. They've been to church, church, but for whatever reason they stopped going. So right. if you had to give someone piece of advice, encouragement, wisdom, because, you know, you turned 60. So you, you got that. I wisdom. was born <laughs> in 1965. I am 57 <laughs> years old. <laughs> you you have the wisdom on you now. You know, you official. Jeez, what would you please. say? What would you say to that person? I would say I understand that whatever the reason is, you don't want to go to church. You may have suffered under an abusive leader. You may have seen some things that you didn't like in the church. You may have had church hurt. You, um, there's a myriad of situations why you don't want to go to church. However, God has given us, now the church is not the four walls. The church is inside of us but we have a place where we can come together. We have a place to, so we can come together. I'm gonna let you talk. Mm -mm. We have a place, no, go ahead. We have a place, cause that's, we're being honest. We have a place where we can come together and fellowship. You have a pastor, especially a man of woman of, a man or woman of God that is really following the mandates of God on their lives that are really anointed and appointed that have a, a pastor's heart to pastors, God's people. If you really have one of those pastors and you do have a fellowship a church where people love each other, they may not get along all the time, but they, you know, they love to worship together. Now it's not perfect. My church is not perfect. My church is not perfect. You know why my church is not perfect? Because I go there. Because <laughs> it's for humans. Exactly. And I'm not, I'm not perfect. So my church is not perfect. However, we're striving every day to do what God has called us to do. 
whatever the reason you don't feel like you want to go back to church, just begin to pray about it. Ask God to show you yourself first. And sometimes we don't want to do that because we don't want to think that we're the problem. Or we don't want to think that we're the ones with the issue. Pray and ask God to show you yourself. Pray and ask God, is this the ministry for me? Talk to the Lord. He's there. He, he, when I say he promised that he'll never leave us or forsake us, he won't. He's waiting for you to go to him. And I promise you, he will heal you everywhere you hurt. He will. Because he's, he's loving like that. You never know. And I, I never tell anybody to leave their ministry. That's not up to me. I'm not God. You talk to the Lord about it and you follow his lead because you may be the change or you may get the change that you need in that very ministry. I think my one piece or maybe two pieces of advice, um, if you've been hurting the church, acknowledge it. Right. Deal with that and heal. Valid. Don't don't let that just fester. Don't let that hurt that church hurt fester and keep you from experiencing all that God has for you to experience. So that would be my first piece of advice. My second piece of advice uh, would be to focus on God. Right. You can't go to church for the people. Right. People change. People will turn on you within five minutes right. <laughs> of you having a good conversation. Um, so right. take your focus off of the people. Focus on the cross, focus on God and experience church in that way. Right. As we uh, officially in this particular episode of the No Name Podcast, I do want to say thank you for tuning in to episode number four. We are well on our way. I know there are stats out there that say most podcasts don't make it to episode either seven or 10, um, but we are praying we're going to make it. Yes, as long yeah. as God says the same, we right. are going to make it past that turning point. Um, but we do ask that you would leave a review, comment, share, uh, subscribe, like on whatever podcast platform you are listening to. And we thank you in advance for all of your support. If you ever have a topic or a question that you want to submit or you have some feedback that you want to provide to either of us, feel free to email us at no name podcast at gmail.com. I had to remember real quick. Again, I'll say that no name podcast at gmail.com. The email address will also be in the show notes. Any final 30 second word? Thank you. Thank you, kids, sis, for all of your hard work. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all of you that joined. Please, please, ma'am, please, sir. Think about it. Pray about it before you say you're not going to church. Now, there are a lot of dynamics that we did not talk about tonight. We did not talk about on this podcast. However, please, before you 
say you're you're done with it forever, please talk to the Lord about it. And if 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 and and set up some time with your pastor. Don't talk to those people that are negative. That's it. God, all we thank you and we praise you for this show. God, thank you for this platform and this opportunity to be used by you. God, I thank you for every single person that listen in, whether this is their first time listening or whether they've listened to all four episodes. God, we just thank you um, for their willingness to be a part of this journey. God, I thank you for my sister. Continue to bless her and keep her. Continue to provide everything that she needs. And then God, I pray for that person who is contemplating whether or not they should return to church or even go to church. God, I am praying that you will show them in these next few days the importance of church, that there is a a benefit being amongst like-minded believers, um, that, that, that church is a place for corporate worship, that church is a place to be encouraged. That church is another place to, to just spend time in your presence um, and to get everything that we need for the upcoming week. God, we thank you again and we bless your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.